Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Nuts in a Pod. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Emery. And we have uh, another solo episode for you today. We're lonely. Um, we're lonely. You know, we, we're running out of friends. <laughs> we don't have very many friends. <laughs> no, we have lots of friends engaging with us on Facebook. And by us, I mean Emery, because he's the Facebooker. I'm the Facebooker, yep. Um, so we have another great survey with some awesome responses for you today yep we're gonna get to that i'll I'll read the survey question right here in a hot second it's was uh when bad stuff now the word wasn't bad stuff <laughs> when bad stuff hits the fan and your mental health is struggling what are some things you do to cope yeah so that'll be the bulk of our the meat of our episode today is yeah. reading people's responses to that and right now we're getting through the potatoes. Yeah, this is the potatoes. Or, you know, this is really like the cheese portion. Mm, the cheese this portion. This is like okay. appetizers. Okay. Like, don't get too full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you'll spoil your, your main meal, your main yeah. dish. Yeah. Or if you're like me, do get full off of cheese and then still eat the entire main dish. Yeah. Either way. I'm okay with that, too. <laughs> uh, so you want to do the business first? Yeah, we have to get into business. Um so you're listening to Two Nuts in a Pod on 106.5 Forward Radio. You can listen to us anytime at forwardradio.org. You can also find us on streaming services, CastBox, Google Play. I almost said Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> CastBox, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. So basically, wherever you listen to podcasts, unless you're a weirdo and listen to something else. <laughs> and, and you can, I'm still not getting over Coldplay. You can also find us on social media platforms. There's Instagram, which is Two Nuts in a Pod, but with the number two, Two Nuts in a Pod. And there's Facebook with Two Nuts in a Pod, but it's spelled out T-W-O. So Two Nuts in a Pod, you can find us on Facebook. You can also email us anytime, day or night, 24-7 at Two Nuts in a Podcast at gmail.com. If you have questions about the show, if you want to share something, if you want to be on the show, if you have complaints, whatever, just email it to us and... We'll answer it very soon, or it'll take us several days. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're unpredictable. We're crazy. We're crazy. It's the name of the show. <laughs> we're, too, we're nuts. We're nuts, all right? So, like, what do you expect from us? <laughs> we'll try our best. <laughs> like, we'll respond when we can. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So, since we have a lot of survey responses to get to today, I am going to jump right into uh, our segment called How Are You For Real? Cool. Um, where we... Real talk about what's going on in our lives. You know, not just like the polite version. This yeah. is the impolite version mm -hmm. of what's really going on. This is when you ask somebody and you're really just trying to say hi and do small talk, but they go into like a 10 minute speech about yeah. their life. Yeah. And that's us. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> we are those people at a party. If you've ever talked to us, you know that that's true. <laughs> Um, and my classic thing is just to like forget to ask the other person back. <laughs> like I get into my thing, and then I'm like, "Well, anyway." So, and then we just end up talking about some depressing topic, and I never ask them how they were. Oh man. Um, okay, so Emery, how mm -hmm. are you for real? I am doing pretty good. Uh, so we are we are going to talk a little bit about the holidays. So I was celebrating Christmas with my family. And uh, went very well. I did a little thing different this year. 
So instead of, I have five nibblings, which nibblings is like a gender inclusive and easier word to say than, oh, I have three nieces and two nephews. Like, I don't have to do that. I just said five nibblings. Throw them all together. That's adorable. So, yeah, and it's real cute sounding. So I got all the five nibblings, and there's a sixth one on the way. The problem is they have so many birthdays and celebrations and things to celebrate them. You know, it's just a lot. So I was like, all right, I got an idea. My idea is I'm going to wrap myself in a box and I'm going to pop out of the box and surprise them for Christmas. And that's their gift. (laughs) And when I was talking to my hairstylist, she was like, well, that's a little narcissistic. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, but it's supposed to be funny. I want them to remember it. I don't, I don't really like giving gifts or receiving gifts. I'm not a material type of person. I'll have experiences like take me to the movies or something, you know, wine and dine me or something fun like that. You know, I can't do the wine and dine with the nibblings. So I was going to surprise them. And then I was suggested to take a Nerf gun and shoot the children with the Nerf gun. So, yeah, I was just like, okay, I'm going to surprise them and shoot them with the Nerf gun. And then the day of, my mom comes in and ruins it. And she says, don't shoot the kids with the Nerf guns. It's going to terrify them. <laughs> and she's right. Because it was like, I don't know what has happened to, to Nerf guns or if people even, that's what they call it. Or Nerf appliances. I don't know what you call it now. But they are so much more intense than it was when I was a kid. Like, our Nerf guns were terrible as kids. And this one had 60 rounds and, like, a motor. I was like, this is wild. Oh my it was called They're just to- going to get closer and closer to real guns. It was called Tomahawk. And I would shoot it and be like, wow, it's, like, extremely accurate and fast. So I didn't shoot at the kids. I just popped out of the box. But the problem was the party was supposed to begin at 1 o'clock. My brother's family shows up at 12.45, so I yelled to my dad, hey, put the box over me so nobody can see me. He's wrapped it all in newspaper. It's a giant, like, vanity box or whatever. So I'm in the box. I'm, I'm sitting crisscross applesauce trying to not make any noise. I've got the gun with me. I've got my phone on me. <laughs> you still brought the gun even though you were still brought the gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, so nervous. And they're in the room and they're talking. And their daughter, who's my niece, Sophie, she comes over and starts touching the box. And my dad's, like, having her guess. So I feel like four people around the box just, like, kind of poking and prodding at the box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, like, hearing everything. And then I look at my phone, and I'm like, my sister texts that her family's going to be a bit to show up. They show up at 1.30. So I'm in the box for 45 minutes. And this is the warmest Christmas that I think we've had on record in Kentucky. It was like 72 degrees. So it's 72 degrees. They've got the heat on for some reason in the house. The heat is on in the house. It's 72 degrees outside. And I'm in this tight little box with like a sweater and jeans on because I'm an idiot. You could have just bought him some cheap toys. <laughs> could have just bought him. Like, I was in the box and I was like, okay, they might be upset they don't have toys, but by God, they will remember because I stayed in this box for so long. And it did surprise everyone. Everyone was caught off guard and surprised. And we're just like... Because th- everyone knew or only your parents knew, right? Only my parents were in on the joke. And they honestly, when I popped out, they were just like... Wait, you were in that the entire time? And and I think when I popped out, I looked, my face was red because, you know, I'm one of those white guys that if I get overheated, like it's just full flushed red face. 
and I get out of the box and just like sweat everywhere, just like <laughs> rolling down my back, like my t-shirt is just dripping wet. Like they're just like, ew. <laughs> like cool surprise, but also like you are gross. <laughs> so that was fun. And then uh, we did a dirty Santa and my dad, uh, I guess, got confused about how the game works. Like every year we get confused about how Dirty Santa works. And Dirty Santa's you know, a Yankee Swap. It's got a few different... Other White Elephant. White Elephant, yeah, all those names. Basically, someone picks a gift, unwraps it, and people, the next person can either pick a new gift or steal that gift. And there's other little rules and whatever that don't matter. Um, but we always forget like how it works. So my dad, when he hears Dirty Santa, he's thought of like dirty, like... Wink, wink, dirty, dirty. <laughs> and so he buys literal handcuffs. Like, he buys handcuffs for the bedroom that say, like, it says, it's, and it's not like, oh, these are just, like, funny, silly handcuffs. It's like, these are obviously, like, for, you know, stuff that people do at night or, or I guess, whenever they want to do it uh, with, with the handcuffs. So they, they have, like, little fluffy... Like fluffy things on them? No, they're called rose gold cuffs, and they are pleasure bound. They literally, and it's, the cuffs are on, and the picture behind it's like someone in like fish stocking, those fish stocking things. Oh, fishnet, yeah. Fishnet. <laughs> <laughs> and so rose gold cuffs, they're pleasure bound. So I'm like, just like, and the person that opens that is uh, my sister-in-law's mother who's visiting from Spain, and she's, like, in her 60s, real sweet lady, visiting, our, you know, the U.S., saying hi to our family with our nice little sweet get-together. And my dad, she gets handcuffs from my dad. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, those are the two highlights of my Christmas. But otherwise, like, doing, I mean, doing great. I had some health issues this month. Uh, I had a really bad cold at the beginning of the month and had, like, then I dealt with a UTI for two weeks. Hmm. Um and first of all, I guess men don't really get UTIs very often, and then they don't last that long. So I was just having a whole ordeal with that. It was really only bad for one week, but it was very, very bad. And for anyone listening, they're just like, ooh, UTIs suck. And for anyone that doesn't know, a lot of times it's a guy, and they'll be like, what is that? And I'll be like, well, I'm going to explain it to you, but you're going to hate it. <laughs> yeah. Because it really sucks. <laughs> Think of the most vulnerable part of your body, and it's in a lot of pain when it's doing something you've done probably 50,000 times in your life. Yeah. So it just, yeah, that was really frustrating and annoying, and I had to go on med different medications. I went to the emergency room at one point. I was kind of a mess. Um, so that's all cleared. So it's good. And yeah, I overall feel pretty good. And I, I even said like, you know, when that stuff happens, you get kind of bad news. I've noticed that I've been bouncing back faster than usual. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing with my mental health is so different now is like, I can bounce back really quick. Like I can find like really crappy news out in 30 minutes. I'm fine. And like, I don't even really focus on it again. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm doing that, but it's, is happening. And I'm really happy that it's happening because that was not what it used to be like. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Cool. How are you for real? I was going to just go ahead and launch into <laughs> well, no, it. Yeah, I have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, similar, similarly <laughs> to you, I, uh, I feel like I bounce. I have been bouncing back better than usual from the holidays. Um, my typical pattern is my anxiety gets really, really bad uh, a few weeks before the holiday. 
um, because my perfectionism kicks in. And of course, like, you know, there's all these ads and all this content about like, you know, the perfect Christmas and everyone's, you know, posting pictures of their decorations. And it's like, for me, there's just so much pressure to like make Christmas magical. Um, and especially, you know, when I'm hosting and it's a year that we were hosting our family in Louisville. And one thing I did was come up with kind of like an emotional safety plan with my therapist beforehand, which was, you know, for one, just the weeks leading up to Christmas was to simplify things as much as possible. Anything I could do to make my life easier Hmm. um, that I would do. And that was great. Like it just kept my like cortisol levels down. It's good. I was like, cook easier meals simple you know cookies what cook easier meals oh i thought you said cookies are meals i was like (laughs) okay whatever that's what you think is a meal i mean that's the same thing (laughs) yeah i mean yeah we could argue that cookies are a meal (laughs) so yeah that helped a lot and then uh i didn't actually have anyone staying with me this year and another thing i talked to my therapist about was just taking more time for myself And thinking more about, like, the quality of time I spent with my family rather than the quantity of time. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Because, like, as, like, an introvert and a highly sensitive person and someone with social anxiety, um, it's really hard for me to spend, like, all day every day, you know, with anyone. Uh, And no matter how much I love them and miss them and want a lot of time with them, uh, I just burn out. Yeah, for sure. And what ends up in the past, what ends up happening is like towards the end of the trip, I start skipping activities because I'm just done. So this time I, you know, just really took my time each day. I found like having the mornings and even early afternoons uh, to myself helped. Uh, And so that I really felt like not only did I sleep, but I got to relax and like have some like introvert time before hanging out with people. And then I think the other thing that that's helped has been on the other side of it, uh, which is something that I've learned in just coping with my social anxiety more now that I'm going off of benzos is, uh, I've learned like to try to turn off the impulse in my brain to like recap after any sort of social Mm, event yeah so that's what what tends to happen to me after christmas is everyone leaves and not only am i naturally sad because i've seen you know i'm really close with my family and i've you know just felt all this like connection with them uh, or maybe i didn't feel connection with them and that makes me feel bad too Mm -hmm. but whatever it is i've had this like you know intense emotional experience and then it's just like everyone's gone So there's this, like, weird, quiet sadness of just, like, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then typically my brain is like, oh, here's some stuff to fill that silence with. (laughs) Remember that thing you said that one night? (laughs) Remember how dumb you sounded? (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, remember that thing the other person said? Or do you remember how you kind of overcooked those potatoes? Uh, And just... Remember how your feelings were hurt earlier? Let's think about that some more. (laughs) And it's just, it's torture. So 
uh, I've really been checking that behavior this year and that has helped a ton. It's just like, I, it almost, they, it's like the memories pop into my head, kind of like intrusive thoughts. And because of my negativity bias, like, you know, it might tend to be like a, a moment where I felt overstimulated or I felt, you know, some sort of negative emotion. Mm -hmm. And those are the things popping up more than the positive things. Yeah. So when they pop up, I'm just like, nope. And then I try to think of a positive thing that happened. Nice. Very good. Um, Reframing the mindset. Yes. That's cool. And uh, yeah, so I, you know, I really feel like I haven't had that crash this year. Um, maybe it's still coming, but in a few minutes, yeah, <laughs> by the end of the episode, I'll just be like melting down. Uh, but no, it was, it was a very good Christmas and usually, so my family left on the last day I saw them was the 23rd. Um, and today's, yeah, it's been three days. So I, yeah, usually at this point, I will have already gone through an entire emotional breakdown uh -huh. and then, you know, still been really exhausted. And I am low energy for sure. Yeah. But I'm just trying to see that as like natural and like. It's OK. Yeah. Like I'm just I've I've had a lot more social stimulation than normal. And this is me decompressing from that. Your body and brain are like, let's take a break. Yeah. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also just feeling like, you know, let's, uh, let's eat like less cheese and more vegetables. Mm, yep. I'm, I'm going to do the, <laughs> not, not because of weight. Like I'm trying not to let diet culture get in my head this year. Like it does every year, um, with the shaming crap. Give it a few but minutes. It's, it's more, it's more that my body is like mad at me. It's, it's like, like I don't even feel human right now. Like all I've eaten is rich fatty foods for a week. I did eat a whole tin can thing of, of cookies that my sister had made for me. Thanks Katie. Um, and that was, it was too much. I ate it so fast and I just looked at the can after I was done. I was like, okay, that was really good. But now I feel awful <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah i'm even gonna do the new year's resolution thing where i'm just gonna i'm gonna cut off certain things on new year's day or mm -hmm. the day after start on the second who starts on the first and start on the second and just go through the month and see what i can do and because i yeah I, I wanted to make some changes so but it's good not to fall to that diet culture because that is really toxic and awful yeah i think my new year's resolution is gonna be body acceptance this year nice because i feel like i've always I feel like I've made the mistake and a lot of people do of allowing body shame to dictate your like health and wellness behaviors. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not sustainable. That's why yeah. so many diets fail and why it's so hard to keep an exercise regimen going. Because if you're starting from that place, you are, you're completely doing it for other people. Yeah. And you're doing it for the results. And then once the results come, at least for me, then you're stuck in this place of, well, do I have to do this forever now? Yeah. Do 
I have to eat this crappy diet and do this exercise I hate forever to stay like this? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, ideally, that you would just make that journey there and then you just stick. Yeah. And you can go back to your normal <laughs> stuff. Like, well, I guess I'll return to what I was doing before. <laughs> yeah, but if you start at a place of body acceptance, yeah, then anything you're doing, you're doing because it feels good to you. And those are the things that are going to last. Yeah, I do it because I love how it makes me feel. Yeah. And it has changed some behaviors where like, I mean, yeah, like right now I'm back on the sweets kick, but like, I know when I get off it, like it's not as hard for me to get off of it. Like yeah. it's not as hard for me to quit certain things for a little bit and be like, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll stop going out and having drinks here and there, like doing certain things of that nature. Like it helps. Yeah. People are so afraid of like, you know, when they've been on a binge with sugar or something, it's like, I know that it's addictive, but it's like, it's not heroin. You know, you yeah. can, you can slowly taper off of it and, you know, and then still just go back to having it occasionally. Yeah. That's but, true. You know, holidays just go balls to the wall. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that on the radio. I'll decide when I'm editing. Um, <laughs> Okay, so we are definitely at the point where we need to take a break because we have lots of responses to get to. So we will be right back. Two Nights in a Pod is a program dedicated to talking about the real stuff. The stigma of mental illness, how we tend to our mental health, and how our brains define and empower us. Hosted by Lizzie and Emery, Two Nuts in a Pod can be found on podcast streaming devices such as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and CastBox. In addition to podcast streaming services, Two Nuts in a Pod is a proud member of Forward Radio. 1065 WFMPLP is committed to broadcasting the voices of those groups and individuals in our community who are routinely ignored by the mainstream media promoting understanding and collaboration among diverse groups, supporting our efforts to network, organize, and strengthen our community and our democracy. Forward Radio is a volunteer-powered, listener-supported station, and we need your contributions. Just go to forwardradio.org to donate or get involved. All right, we are back and ready to read some survey responses. Okay, so... The question, again, was uh, when crap hits the fan and your mental health is struggling, what are some things you do to cope? So I'll start with good friend of the show and former... Um, I almost said contestant. <laughs> Former contestant on Two Nuts in a Pod. Just be clear, you don't win anything <laughs> if you come here. Um, uh, yeah, former guest Sarah Maddox uh, asked, what if your ways to cope are unhealthy? And then she said, also sleep. Um, yeah, I think so- every once in a while, unhealthy coping mechanisms are okay. Because yeah. it's like, life is hard. Yeah. You know, unless it's like your regular coping mechanisms are unhealthy. Yeah, I would say that. So like when I took that tin can of cookies and ate them all, that was kind of me like coping with all the stuff that's but my life was okay and everything my mental health wasn't struggling but i was kind of coping with what i had just gone through it was a lot and i ate the whole cookies but like if i did that every day that would be a problem yeah but i think sometimes it's okay for their unhealthy ones too yeah have a glass of wine have two glasses three glasses whatever Carly, who's a friend of the show and also a former contestant on Two Nuts in a Pod, <laughs> she said, take a walk, run, hike, anything to get me in the fresh air. 
And I like that. And I like that in the cold weather, too. I know a lot of people don't like it. But when you first walk out into real cold weather, just that the way it hits you, mm-hmm. just like, do like, I don't know. For some reason, that's, like, really refreshing to me. I know some other people, it's, like, a total nightmare. Um, but, yeah, this is it's refreshing for me, so whatever. <laughs> I don't have anything else to add. But yeah. I totally agree, like, being active is, is very important. Yeah, like, I've heard that, like, trees are supposed to breathe out stuff that that makes your your brain happy that's my scientific explanation (laughs) (laughs) i think it's much more of a thing in like like eastern treatments but there's like eastern treatments for cancer that involve like just being around trees more wow um anyway uh emily said five four three two one helps me ground myself in moments of crisis what do you think that is do you think that's the senses like Name five things you can see, four things oh. you can smell, three things you can touch, like that type of thing. I bet that's what it is. Okay, that's what I think it is, too. Okay. Also, removing myself from the stressor for even five minutes helps me pull through. And then I do ED- EMDR therapy for the long-term solution. Nice. I totally agree with removing yourself sometimes. Sometimes I just find that like I take five minutes away, huge change. Just like, yeah, just leave the room for a little bit or leave. If you're at your computer or something stressful, just leave it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ashley, she said, go boxing, take dog for a walk, grounding exercise, and treat myself treat myself as if I'm physically sick slash so rest. Soup, favorite movie, and sleep. So I love that. Treating yourself as you're physically sick, so you give the same respect to being feeling a little mentally sick. Uh, grounding exercise, taking that little pooch for a walk. And mm-hmm. boxing. I love the active part, too. Yeah. I love the treating yourself like you're sick. Because you are. Yeah. So, yeah. It it removes the guilt of not being productive all I'm, the time. So, we're reading these comments on Facebook. I'm going to love each comment as we go by them. So, they're just going to be like, oh, Emery's just responding three weeks later. Because <laughs> this survey was from a, a few weeks ago. So, they're just going to be like, oh, he's just now looking at this. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Donnie said sleep. Usually I'm a night owl, but that sometimes, but sometimes, you just got to take that L for the day and call it quits like four hours early. Amen to that, Donnie. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. your body is telling you to slow down and just shut off for a little bit. Yeah. Tiffany says, listen to music. Cool. Fun fact: um, since I've been taking benzos regularly. I have, like, stopped listening to music. Oh, okay. Remember I told you a while ago, I was like, you know what's really depressing? I don't enjoy music anymore. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what is that? That's never happened in my life. Like, I've always loved music. Are you still not really listening to music? Uh, A little bit. I'm slowly starting to listen to it more. Um, And I realized that that is a benzo thing. I saw, you know, at least for some people, I saw someone post in, like, an online support group that, like... You know, he's off totally off of Benzo's now, and he's, like, really enjoying music again. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I had no idea that was, like, a... I was, like, oh, wow. I have that one. Yeah. Uh, I listen to music almost every morning. Yeah. I'll do, like, little dances in my bathroom or kitchen by myself just (laughs) to amuse myself. So, yeah. Uh, So, Maggie said, take a walk, recite the serenity prayer, recite any of the slogans from 12-step. Remove myself from the situation. Talk to the little girl inside me to let her know I'm taking care of her, that she is safe with me. 
Nice. That's Maggie. She's wonderful. We should have Maggie on the show. Yeah, we should. Okay. Well, we'll put a put a note in that. <laughs> put a pin in that. I said put a note in it. <laughs> uh, Carissa says, listen to my happy songs. Now, I don't know what those songs are, but I guess some people just have like playlists. We're just like, okay, when I'm feeling down, I'm going to listen to these 20 songs. Just like when you make a running playlist or whatever you make a playlist for. Um, and then spend quality time with friends. Which I totally agree with. It's <clears throat> especially when I'm just going through a lot of stuff mentally in my own, like getting out of that space and being with friends is really important. And then journaling, which mm-hmm. I like too. Yeah, I like the spending time with friends because uh, the tendency is often to isolate, which, you know, you need some time to yourself, but you also, like, we're social creatures. Like, you need people. Yep. Um, Carrie said, trash TV, pedicure, hot chai latte. Love the specificity of that. I love that, too. (laughs) Someone has mastered their mental health routine. Um, And I will love it three weeks later. Uh, (laughs) Martina says, lift heavy, sleep, cry, vent, take a long hike, and listen to a lot of music. All right. Seeing some trends with, like getting outside and listening to music sleeping for sure sure. uh okay alexa said gratitude list schedule a zoom restorative yoga sesh on the mind body app nap listen to solfeggio frequencies i don't know what that is i don't know what that is either and we're like the we're the mental health masterminds right and we don't know what that is it's s-o-l-f-e-g-g-i-o Looks Italian. I don't know. Or we can just say she spelled something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're sure it's something. We just don't know what it is. I know that some apps uh, will like have, they'll say like, listen with your headphones on because there's certain frequencies that play in, in both ears that are supposed to be soothing. So maybe it's that. Uh, snug my dog. Oh, so yeah. I, I got the Solfeggio thing. The oh, solfeggio yeah. frequencies are part of the olden six-tone scale believed to have incorporated sac- or scared music, inclusive of the famous and beautiful... That must mean sacred music. Must <laughs> be a typo. <laughs> yeah, that's so that one that I'm reading the typo. Because I thought I was going to say sacred. I was like, scared music. <laughs> and beautiful Gregorian chants. So uh, the unique tones and chants are found to be impart found to impart spiritual blessings when they are played harmoniously harmoniously cool let's check that out um alexa also says bubble baths uh drink cold pressed juice and make sure i have quick protein snacks handy diffuse essential oil most importantly email my therapist to set up an appointment and check in for sure for sure definitely agree with that uh, Laura said, rewatch a show for the 58th time. <laughs> for me, it's Freaks and Geeks and Love. You know, I'm not a huge Love fan, but I am a big Freaks and Geeks fan. Me too. And write in my journal. So another, this is another person talking about writing in their journal. Another, there's, this isn't like the trash TV, but it is familiar TV. Yes. So something that brings you joy, maybe calms your nerves is watching that. That was like The Office, Parks and Rec, Seinfeld. All those shows are like that for me. I was thinking about that recently and I feel like part of it is like when I am feeling, especially when I'm feeling anxious, I don't want anything new Exactly. because it can upset me more. It can trigger me. 
So like knowing what all the plot points are and like being able to skip episodes that might like trigger my anxiety or something. Yeah. It's like really comforting. And then like with a lot of shows, especially comedy, like you find something a little different each time you watch it. You're like, oh, I forgot that joke. Yeah, like exactly. There's still a lot there. Um, okay. Alex said, I like to get lost in a video game. It has to be a single player open worlds type of game. My current go-to is Skyrim. It's Skyrim? I always thought people were saying Skyrim. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> My mind just got blown. Uh, but I've enjoyed Fallout and Assassin's Creed and the not-too-distant pa- distant past. It's great to be able to have complete control over what's going on while solving a puzzle or completing a task. It's so relaxing. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Sometimes just get lost in adventure. It's like people reading certain books, too. They're just getting lost. Yeah. Nice little escape. And it's like a healthy escape, too. And active. Yes. Rather than passive. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, who is a friend of the show. She was a former contestant on Two Nuts in a Pod. <laughs> she said, gratitude list, which we're seeing a... Uh, seen that from several people uh share with my support group pray and meditate and help others to get out of myself help others to get out of myself so i guess to get out of your own rut kind of like be there for other people and yeah that sounds cool that sounds like courtney she's a good person that's nice yeah just like turn outwards because that always makes you feel good yeah uh and obviously helps other people too um I don't want to get into the cynical space of, like, I do good deeds to stroke my ego. (laughs) Um, Look, I am a good person. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Abigail said, act super silly, especially when things seem too serious. That sounds like an Emery trick. Yeah, it is. Uh, Example, sit on living room floor, crisscross applesauce, and watch (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Especially, uh, yeah, if you had something really serious going on, just imagine yourself, like, getting on the bare, the hardwood floor or whatever, or the carpet, and just watching Scooby-Doo and Crisscross. You're just like a little kid. It's like, all this stuff is not that serious. It's not that important. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, Meg said, go outside and breathe deeply. This is another being active, going outside, asking for a hu- ask for a hug from a trusted friend, play music, maybe dance tapping and meditation um yeah we've seen meditation uh music for sure maybe dance for see with if i play music i like want to dance all the time so yeah that's me yeah i don't remember those days but i know i used to be like i used to be like that (laughs) i used to dance um tapping i wonder if Meg means energy tapping or like tap dancing (laughs) yeah i don't i'm not really for sure I have uh, a feeling it's energy tapping. Yeah, I think it's got to be energy tapping and not tap. I mean, maybe tap dancing. Who knows? But yeah, I think it's energy tapping. Either way, <clears throat> you know, they probably both would make you feel better. Uh, I've tried energy tapping and it's really great. You can look it up, um, but it's basically tapping certain points on your body that are supposed to kind of like be places that energy can get like blocked. Uh and for me, they tend to be places in my body where I, like, hold anxiety. Yeah. So tapping them helps loosen, especially, like, my chest. Mm, okay. Um, okay. So Amber said, I pray, listen to calming music, read a book, or talk with a trusted friend. 
I have been dealing with some slight postpartum depression and all of these things have helped me. I'm sorry you're dealing with postpartum. That's terrible. Um, my sister referred to it. She had a baby who's now like 10 months, almost 10 months old. And, uh, she referred to it as the fourth trimester. I never heard that before. Uh, but you know, people don't talk about how hard it is after having the baby. Yeah. And it seems like that support is not there as much. Like even like the, you know, the, 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 the support I put in quotes, like on social media where people are loving your pictures or stuff of your, you and your pregnant belly. And then it's like, okay, where are people after like when you have the baby? Um, and also seeing the second one from saying trusted friend, uh, Meg and then Amber both said that. I think that's interesting. Um, Mm-hmm. Just knowing, like, yeah, there can be that, yeah, you might have plenty of friends, but who's a friend you know that you can go to that is going to celebrate your accomplishments but also hold you accountable but also be there when stuff sucks mm-hmm. and you can count on them. Um, it's not always easy to find those friends. Yeah, for sure. Alec just said cannabis. <laughs> 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 Which I don't even know if we can keep that on the show, to be honest, but... uh I'll look it up. Yeah, we'll look it up. We'll see if we can do that. <laughs> but I'll, uh, uh, <laughs> like we said, you know, if it works, it works. Yeah. And I think the jury's out on whether cannabis is a healthy or unhealthy. Yeah, I don't know. Coping skill. Like that's a very like nationally divided question. Yeah. Like places where it's legal and it's used medically a lot for things like anxiety. It's like, you know, um, I think Kentucky is one of just like 15 states that haven't legalized medicinal marijuana, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so Alana said, find a patch of literal sunlight, sit in it, and count things in nature. Look for certain colors, pretty much just totally remove my energy and focus on the problem for 10 minutes so I can come back to it with a clearer head. Good, like, mindfulness practice yeah that's similar to it seems like the where emily said before the five four three two one like you'd be implementing some of those within this Mm -hmm. um very cool okay ian said deep breathing meditation therapy and call friends that will listen here provide me space that's another one of those trusted friends component um therapy again deep breathing meditation it kind of reminds me to practice that more often the deep breathing meditation i don't do it enough yes and i find it's always helpful it's one of those things that people at first when i was like okay that's just like some woo-woo crap whatever and then i started doing i was like whoa this is actually very helpful yeah it is it's uh it's better than benzos in my opinion um so totally recommend tim said forest bathing the more time in nature the better i feel I love the idea of forest bathing. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> it so. I think it's just literally being in the forest and yeah. like, you know, soaking in all those, those tree chemicals I was talking about earlier. As opposed to just being out in the forest nude and just rubbing some leaves on your body. Yeah, you could do that too. That's super witchy and I love it. Yeah, I like that too. Okay, thank you, Tim, for that. I will remember that. <laughs> uh, Remington said, When the pandemic started, I outlined things to try to do knowing that the isolation ahead was going to suck. But to keep it real, the first thing is to have a job that doesn't rob you of all your time and pays you a living wage. Without that, there's only so much you can do. Amen, Mm, amen, amen. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, the list. Get out for regular walks, bike rides. Uh, That's another active one, getting outside. Journaling. 
seen that one many times. Be creative, aka filmmaking. Uh, filmmaking works for me. Uh, calling people, watching what you eat and drink, um, feeling like crap physically isn't going to help mentally, and that's very true. A lot of times we forget, like, hey, like what what's the food that we're putting in our body? Um, especially around the holidays, are we drinking too much? Are we eating certain foods that aren't helping us? And then uh, try to help others and giving back. Seen that a couple of times as well. Very nice, Remington. Yeah, and the watch what you eat and drink drink thing. It doesn't have to be that diet, like toxic diet culture. Yeah. Way of thinking. Like you can eat fatty foods, and you know you can have. You know, I look up like intuitive eating. Like really, you know, it's about just paying attention to how foods feel afterwards in your body. Okay, so Charlotte, who is someone I just realized we should have on the show, too, uh, said, go for a long walk, listen to Kim Jong-mi, schedule extra therapy, FaceTime my mom, cuddle the cats. Amen to that. We know that one. Mm-hmm. Make something, food, art, music, watch GBBO. Great British Bake Off. Ah, Nice. And uh, in quotes, appreciation party. I don't know what that means, but I am curious. <laughs> yeah. You go around and say what you appreciate about people. Oh, uh-huh. that could be it. Yeah. Um, I think we did that one time at a family dinner. and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, we did that this year, too. That was nice. Um, the Great British Bake Off. Good Lord. I mean, we don't we're not supposed to promote stuff here, but that show is just like. Yeah, I could watch that all the time. Yeah, there's something. It's so happy. It's someone so positive and supportive. I'm just like, God, why can't we just be like this everywhere and everything we do? It's like the Ted Lasso <laughs> of cooking shows. Yeah. Um, Natalie said journaling and talking to my friends has been incredibly helpful and therapy. All the therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we would amen to all of that. Uh, let's see. Sam says lots of things that are completely within my control and that require me to focus on the task at hand, cleaning, organizing, giving the dogs a bath, which isn't really completely in my control, <laughs> but always makes me at least smile. Uh, dog owners will get that one. <laughs> uh, reading, gardening, mostly so I can destroy things and not feel bad because they are weeds and such. Mm, cathartic. Cross-stitching, Lego building. Recently, I've been coloring and doing puzzles. Mm. Cool. Lots of new ideas there. Focusing on the task at hand. I really like that. Thanks, Sam. Um, Katie sent a picture, and she said gardening, and she's got lots of really pretty flower plants in front of her. I kind of wonder, is that right now? Because it's, <laughs> it's like winter. <laughs> that must be earlier in the year with that picture that she sent. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's a... Several people mentioned gardening. Gardening is... I wish I was more into gardening. I'm just not really... don't really have that green thumb. Yeah, it's I... It's more pinkish. Yeah, mine's... I don't know. It's between green and black. <laughs> it's right in the middle. <laughs> it depends on the plant. Uh, Katie Gangler, friend of the show, former contestant, <laughs> said, go to a Reiki session. Oh, Okay. I have had a Reiki session before and I literally felt like I felt all, I felt all this heaviness in my chest beforehand and it was gone afterwards. Yeah, it is. It is wild. That is another thing where it's like, to me, it was very woo woo. And then I did and I was like, this is actually pretty awesome. Yeah. 
Yesenia said, go to a hot spring. Now, I know she doesn't live in Kentucky because I don't know of any hot springs in Kentucky. No. I guess you could take a hot bath. You could take a hot bath. A hot shower sometimes I know can help. Yeah. Um, That's one thing I've been doing lately is taking like really hot showers. Um, And I remember I, I heard this thing that your body actually produces endorphins from really hot like really hot water hitting your skin i think it's the same with really cold water like people do that whatever that dude's name is treatment where they get into like ice water but um, oh yeah yeah it can kind of like trick your brain uh flush some happy chemicals in um Jenny said art, usually with a super grounding medium like paint sticks, oil pastels, crayons, markers, colored pencils, model magic, etc. Uh, hot slash cold. Hot shower and cold on back of neck. Hmm. Lots of cozy, warm things after. Hot drink, ice pack on neck, etc. Interesting. Turn on some BGM. No silence. BGM. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Uh, Lush Lofi. Uh, don't know what that is. Rain. <laughs> I'm just gonna breeze right past it. Rain, white noise. Uh, ground with scent. Spray favorite scent. Light candle. Go smell flowers. Force myself out to feel the sun on my face. Br- breeze on my skin. Rain on my hand. Whatever it is. Go outside and feel what's around you. Yes, very, like, sense-oriented. Yes, very much so. Tema said to smush my dogs and our cats' faces into mine and talk to them. They always take all my stress away. I know, and Tema loves her little fur babies, so I know this is true. (laughs) I also have curse word coloring pages, and making the words I may want to scream look beautiful takes the edge off. (laughs) Oh, man, that's great. (laughs) And see, I, I feel like knowing Tema, I feel like she'd be very comfortable screaming those words. But it's good. To, yeah, I like the idea of making them really. That's a good uh, like present idea. That is, a, that is a really good one. I like that idea a lot. Uh, okay, Nikki said painting and escaping to nature, even if it's just to go for a walk through the park. Doing something simple that allows me to channel a sense of calm and take in some beauty in the world. Or if need be, just scream as loud as I can in the car on the drive there and allow all the feels to come out in one solid cry fest. It all balances out somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's sometimes just so cathartic to just cry like a baby. Just get it out. Just go for it. Honestly, yeah. Don't deny those feelings. Uh, The next one we've got, I pray and remind myself that this is temporary. I cry and listen to music. I will go and get a massage if I have enough money. Um, Yeah, I do that, crying and listen to music. I'll just... That's time time for him to say, I'm going to listen to songs that spark that sadness. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, reminding yourself that this is temporary. Like this is not, this is not set in stone for the rest of your life. Like, there's so many things that we focus on that we dwell on that bring us great sadness or frustration. It's like, Hey, like this is going to be over in a few minutes actually, mm-hmm. or this may take a day, but it'll be over after that. So That's good- a really good one too. If like you're like me and you tend to turn to like those unhealthy things, um, because it's like, oh, this emotion is really scary and I'm afraid it's going to last forever. Like if you yeah. just wait it out. Uh, okay. 
Joanne said, I try to get to a Mexican restaurant as soon as possible with some of my favorite people. Full disclosure, I go out for Mexican food a lot. <laughs> for me, it's Indian food. That is my like oh, happy place. Indian food is, oh yeah. I mean, Mexican food is wonderful too, but yeah. I like this that it's, it's being active. Food is comfortable. It's also being with people you love. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jim said, go to God in prayer and confession. For me, with in regardless of your religious views, um, I, I think like it falls in line with meditation, prayer. A lot of those things are pretty similar, in, in my opinion, um, or can be. Uh, so, yeah, I really enjoy that, too. So, yeah, if that's what is helpful for you, then, yeah, it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Spirituality is a big way of grounding yourself. Um, Susan said, letting my people know. I've been amazed by how supportive people can be. A simple, the beast is knocking, or I'm starting to struggle to everyone in my support circle. Um, So, sorry, those were like in quotes. And then I keep things simple. Shower, eat, sleep, distract. Read about other people's struggles so I know I'm not alone. Try to get close to a higher power. Oh, all of that resonated with me so much. Yeah, especially, I mean, I just love the fact that letting your people know. Yeah. Because that's your support network, that's your team, they've got your back. Because you don't have to fight this alone. Yeah, I love like telling someone that and then having them text me the next day, like, how are you holding up? Like, exactly. Yes. It's the best feeling. Christy said, read, study witchcraft, including medicinal herbs and oils, watch my favorite show, eat, sleep, take a nice hot bath, deep clean and purge stuff I don't use anymore. Ooh, I feel that one to the core for myself. <laughs> uh, listen to music and dance around my house. I love that one as well. Cry and talk to everyone so they know where I'm at mentally. Facebook has helped a lot with that. I mean, that's one thing, like, especially with the pandemic and being disconnected, these social media platforms are so crucial for us because it allows for at least somewhat of a connection with other people. Yeah. I love how many people are saying eat. It's really like, healthy for me to see that because I definitely am a comfort eater and um, I also have body image issues so it's like really nice to see that other people are like no it's like totally okay and normal to eat for comfort also when you're going through crap like you sometimes just straight up forget to eat yeah and you neglect those basic things that your body needs so much and so yeah it's really important to slow down and be like hey like I need to eat (laughs) I need something in me that hasn't happened to me since like high school. I went through a bad breakup and like didn't eat, got scary skinny. But um, other than that, I've got. I'm. I wish I would forget to eat. We got so many people left to read. <laughs> uh, so maybe this we'll is a. Part a two. Yeah, this is going to be a part two or, Coolio. All right. TBC. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the part in our episode where we talk about gratitudes Woo! there was a couple people i think that listed like journaling or gratitude list or appreciation talk like mm-hmm. something that all kind of falls in the same territory yeah totally uh so i can start okay usually i go last because i'm really bad at gratitudes but um i'm feeling a little more like warm and happy today from the Christmas season. Uh, One of my gratitudes is that I really genuinely like everyone in my immediate family. Nice. Not everyone can say that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
we have a good time together and I feel super lucky about that. You know, so many families, especially with political stuff right now, you know, are having to deal with all these barriers and, um, you know, that's not to say that my family's perfect or that some of us don't disagree about certain things, but, uh, yeah, I genuinely like all of them. That's pretty dope. Um, also, I'm very grateful for Christmas lights or just any type of like string lights <laughs> during the darker season. Yep. Uh, they make me so happy. I feel like it's this thing that everyone does that's almost like a public service and it makes me feel all like warm inside, mm-hmm. like seeing other people's Christmas lights yep. or like being able to see their like Christmas tree through their window. Um, I was walking one day and just saw someone like bringing some casseroles into someone else's house. It was like, well, I guess this was was around Thanksgiving. Um, And I was like, oh, like, I know what they're doing. I know what you guys are doing. Yeah, it's it's really, well, it's that sense of community. Like, even seeing those other lights and seeing Christmas trees, like, through the windows, like, it is that sense of our community. Like, hey, like, we're celebrating this together. Yeah, and it's like bring I, I like the whole metaphor of like having more light arounds during like the darker seasons mm-hmm. um because you know i'm not a christian but i celebrate christmas and it's very like kind of like you know more about having you know bringing those like happy holidays and gatherings like into the winter yeah and yeah, so I will be leaving my lights up through New Year's for sure. Oh, the lights possibly are, later. The lights around our windows at our house will stay up the entire year. <laughs> we do have string lights that we keep up all year round. They're just nice mood lighting, you know. Yeah, they it's really fun. are. Love a string light. Um, well, for me, for being grateful, I am grateful for yeah the the family time that I had was was fantastic. Uh, really had a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things, so I go to the Christmas Eve service at my parents' church, uh, and I, I grew up in the church uh, and going, and my relationship with, with faith and the church is a little, yeah, it's a little dicey, and but it's always really nice to go back, and there's, uh, we sing Silent Night at the very end, um, and I just really like that song, and I really like the feeling of the community and everyone there connected, um, and then it's, you know, it's really important because it's really important to my mom. Um, she's the one that got us to all go to church as kids and everything. And, you know, I did choir and did choir tour and did vacation Bible school and all that fun stuff. Um, and, uh, it was my mom's influence, which, you know, all three of her kids aren't really (laughs) big church goers, but I think we all really valued the experience and time we had there. Um, and then the subsequent discussions that would happen after church about anything and everything. And then on a really simple note, my hoodie I'm grateful for my hoodie. <laughs> this is a hoodie I wear all the time. It's my black hoodie with a red rose. Um, and people always think it's uh, bourbon related, but I actually was under the influence in Spain and I bought it at a uh, H&M. So it is bourbon related then. <laughs> Why? I think I was or dr- wine related. I think I was drinking wine, like sangria. <laughs> if I was in Spain, I was drinking sangria. And I uh, bought this and I was just like, yeah, I love like black hoodies or whatever. You know, black, like how I feel all the time in my heart and soul. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just like one of those things, like it's just a piece of clothing that's very comfortable. It's like, hey, I look, pr- I look 
I look pretty good in it. And then it's like, it's just as a comfortable piece of clothing that brings like comfort, security, warmth, just brings all the good feels. Yeah. And sometimes we don't say thank you to our, our clothes, you know? Yeah. Especially the comfy clothes. <sighs> thank you. Comfy clothes. Yeah. And like, you're doing I, the Lord's I, work. I really think that something that should stick from COVID is people wearing comfier clothes all the time. Yeah. I think we need to take everything down a notch. If you were business casual before, now you're business pajama. Mm-hmm. If you're business formal before, now you're business casual. And I'm seeing that in the workplace. If you're business pajama before, now you're just pajama. Now you're just straight up legging. <laughs> Lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I'm very much like whatever you're comfortable in, just go with that. Because isn't it si- kind of like some classist crap oh, that definitely. people get dressed Ooh. up for work for certain jobs and not other jobs. Yep. For, for the, yeah, there's a lot of issues I have with, uh, the clothes we wear. That's why I feel like my hoodie, I can wear it pretty much anywhere and I'm fine. Yep. It's a great hoodie. The Thank orange, you. the orange, <laughs> I'm having a stroke. The, the rose is very subtle. Yeah. I didn't even notice it till you pointed it out. But I like flowers. Yeah. Men <laughs> can like flowers too. Yes. Let's end on that note. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of our show to be continued on those surveys. Uh, thanks for listening and keep talking about your feelings. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Two Nuts in a Pod on Forward Radio. Please keep in mind that we are not mental health professionals, and all of our opinions are based on our personal experiences. If you'd like to speak to a trained professional, call National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. The crisis line is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Original theme music for Two Nuts in a Pod was composed by Neil Lucas.